Hello, uh, welcome to the next show. Uh, I know on just about all of my social medias, I've told everyone uh, what this show is going to be about. Um, so the first thing I'd like to do is welcome you all. Uh, welcome to uh, another show. Um, I'd like to say again a massive thank you to everyone uh, for watching, listening, uh, everything that you're doing. Um, because it's great, massively gratefully appreciated. Um, with the show today, um, it's going to be a bit different. I know I say that quite a lot, but it's going to be a bit different um, because predominantly I'm literally going to explain the emotional impact that the MS diagnosis has has had on me. And I'm gonna do that sort of explaining from the first minute that I was told about it right up to today. Um, so please bear with me because I'm hoping it doesn't, but, uh, but this could be a, a little bit emotional um, because we are talking about emotions. Yeah, okay. <laughs> but yeah, I think it's it's only right to get this, this sort of side of it um, out and about. And I know I have mentioned bits and pieces on other shows. Yeah, this, this one, I want to dedicate the show to it. Well, let's, let's start uh, right from the, the very start. It's probably the best place to start, isn't it? Let's be honest. Um, as I've said in a couple of shows, um, when when things were first sort of going on about MRI scans and whatever else, MS was nothing but a condition I'd heard of in passing. Nothing to do with me, nothing to do with family, nothing to do with really anyone I knew. I knew the condition existed, um, but that was it. I didn't have a clue what the condition was, um, how the condition would affect people. Uh, I, I knew nothing. I literally knew nothing. And when I sat there that, that day with my GP, after the second open scan and as, as I've made clear previously I, you know I'm a laugher and joker and I stood there in the doctor's office and I made, made the joke that uh, he was about to tell me it was a, a wasted time you know there was, there was no need for the scans nothing was on them and he looked at me and he, he, he said to me Mr Parker it down and uh, and he said lots and lots of different words to me I'm gonna be honest he, he said lots and lots of different things he was explaining about demyelination um, he was explaining about what to expect going forwards um, 
and then he said to me that I need to expect, once I've seen a neurologist, I need to expect the diagnosis of multiple sclerosis. Now, as I've said, I, I'd heard of condition. I mean, I've been a first aider for many, many years. Um, I knew nobody that had MS. So to say it was something genuinely I knew nothing about. Uh, I would, I'd be lying to you if I said I, I knew what, what MS was. I didn't. Didn't have a clue. And I'll be honest with you, when he told me that, pretty much everything else he said while I was sat with him was a blur. I, I literally didn't hear or understand anything else that he'd said to me. Um, all I heard was expect the diagnosis of multiple sclerosis and that was it I sort of closed off um, we finished finished the meeting and uh, I left his office I mean at the time I was still having uh, mobility issues which again we now know what they were but at that time I thought I was just going to take a couple of tablets and I'd be okay um, until after that meeting and I come out and I walked out of the doctor's office I had a smile on my face uh, you know people were seeing me I, in my head all I could think was what what, what do you mean I've got MS what does that mean for me what, what, what does that mean for my family and as I say, I walked out of the doors into the fresh air and I took a step to the side away from the doors. I broke. I absolutely broke. I bawled my eyes out. Uh, I could not stop the tears coming down my face. Um... I rang Lisa and told her what the doctor had said. She, bless her heart, did everything she possibly could to keep me calm. And to an extent, I'll be honest, it, it really did help. And I finished the conversation with Lisa. Uh, I rang my dad and I said, you know, I want to pop over. This is what he said. Um, so me, my dad, Lisa, we sat there. And we sort of chewed it all over. Uh, we discussed it all. And again, I'd be honest with you. I didn't understand what was going on. I've got to say that I did not understand what was going on. It wasn't till, I think it was probably the day after. And I I went for a bath. 
and I laid there in that bath and I cried. I absolutely broke. As I say, I, I broke outside the doctor's office, I, I cried. This, when I was in the bath, was something totally different. I genuinely had all these feelings, all these thoughts, literally smack me in the face. And I have to say it, I've got to be totally straight, because this is what this show's about, is me being straight, because there's people out there that have, they're going to have had the same sort of feelings I've had, or worse. And there's people out there that maybe one day are going to have similar conversations with their doctor. And I'll, towards the back end of the show, I want to explain um, how I've dealt with it all. Um, but yeah, I, I had one really horrific thought go through my head, which was, how much time have I got left with my family? Because I knew nothing. I knew nothing. I genuinely was terrified. I was thinking, have I only got a few months left? A few years tops? What, where do we go from here? What, what, you know, what happens? Uh, I, I didn't, I didn't understand what was going on. I gotta say that I didn't understand what was going on. Um, I didn't, I didn't really think anything uh, through, I was, I was struggling and I couldn't process what, what, what had been said, I really couldn't process it at all, um, I mean I spoke to Lisa a lot but again, there were certain things I held back because I didn't know how to say them. There's things that for many months, I'll be honest, for many months, I didn't know what to say, how to say. I didn't know what I should think. I didn't know how to think. I was I was struggling. And I'll be honest with you, and I tried really hard to keep it from family and friends. And I think I actually succeeded. But I was in a dark place. I was in a real, real struggle to think too far ahead in my life. And what I did do is I made contact uh, with a support group. Um, and I did post up a post on there when I'd been formally diagnosed. And I also sort of sat back and just read other people's stories and whatever else. And it helped quite a lot. I'm going to be honest with you. It helped quite a lot to see what people that are actually going through this say and think. I tried really hard to avoid Dr. Google. Because let's be honest with you. You can stub your toe and Dr. Google is going to tell you things that are actually going to scare the life out of you. Don't get me wrong, there was bits and pieces that, yes, I did look at. And I regret it. I genuinely regret it. Because 
again, it's not the way forward. Reading Google, no. Um, I went onto the NHS website and read things. Again, that is fine. It's the National Health Service. It's there to give advice and whatever else. Um, so that actually helped quite a lot. I've got to say that. I, I learned bits and pieces. And I managed to get myself to a more calmer point. I managed to get myself to a point where I'm thinking, okay, I've got MS. MS is horrible. MS is evil. I'm struggling physically, really struggling. I need to keep fighting. I need to keep going. And I, again, I'm very, very lucky. I've got an incredible support network. I really have. And I totally respect people out there don't have the same if you don't there is charities out there the one main charity i would absolutely recommend certainly if you're in the uk is the ms society um, that's purely because that's that's the charity that i've spoken to on a few occasions um, and i have to say they've been superb each and every time they really have now Again, going back to other sort of feelings um, that I've had. I mean, some of the sort of things that I've, I've thought and have gone through my head are, am I good enough? Am I, am I what my family need? Could my family do better than me in the state I'm in? And... Yeah, they're, they're, some of them thoughts have been there more than once. But what I have always, always tried to do is battle my way through them. Now, what I will say is doing this podcast has been an absolute... It, it is, it's done so much for me. Again, I've said it previous. I sit here in this brick shed... My studio. No, it's a brick shed. Stop it. No, studio. No, brick shed. So I'm just playing. Um, but yeah, I sit here and I just look at my phone. And I've got my microphone. I've got my soundboard. Uh, sometimes I've got my notes. And I just talk. I get things off my chest. Sometimes not nice things. Sometimes just have a bit of fun and a bit of a laugh and a joke. Either way, that helps me because I'm talking. I'm getting things off my chest, which actually I really need to do. Um, I've got the website now and I've got the social media accounts. And I'm really going to town on that because I want others to see that, yeah, I mean, this this is life changing. It's, it's not a game. It's not it's not fun. It, it's horrific. It is life changing. But you don't have to let it destroy what you've got in terms of um, your, your life and everything else. Um, there are, as I said, there are charities out there that can help. There is people out there that can help. If you can, use that. I'd strongly recommend it. Um, I mean, other feelings um, that I've had going 
sort of bit further forward because again I mean all those sort of feelings I've had for many many months and hidden a lot back um, going forward up to towards present day when I went for my first Ocrevus treatment I was so far in denial right up until the point that I sat down in the chair and they put the drip in my arm I was genuinely thinking they were going to say to me oh is, is this okay we've got it wrong you haven't got MS um, there's some other condition again take some tablets you'll be perfectly fine I was really hoping for that honestly I was genuinely hoping for it and I'm thinking that's what's going to happen they're going to realize that they've got it wrong no no I'd got it wrong that I was um, well, the right thing for me to say here. I, I got it wrong because I hadn't processed what was going on. I hadn't wanted to accept it, and I still don't. Um, but I am going to move forward with it. And I am going to continue to fight it. And yes, I have got multiple sclerosis. Fine. Don't like it, not happy about it. None of us are ever going to be happy about it. But do you know what? I'm at a point now where I've kind of... I'm not going to say come to terms with it because I haven't. I've still got days where I sit there and think, no, 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 no. This, this can't be right. But what I have got is... Thoughts and feelings where I'm saying to myself, do you know what? You need to accept it and you need to move forward with it. Because it can't hold you back. Don't let it hold you back. Do what you can to push yourself as far forward as possible. And and that's, that's what I'm going to do. That's, that's definitely what I'm going to do. Um, I'm going to continue to fight. I am going to continue to battle with it because that's what this thing is. It's a it's a fight. It's a battle. We we go to war with it, so to speak. Um, but yeah, pushing forward, I'm going to be a lot more open to my emotions with it. I am going to start talking a lot more, and I'm going to try and find a way of. I'm going to say accepting um, because I can't really think of any other term to use. I'm going to try and accept it and find a way to, to live alongside it. Um, it's probably about the only way I can put it because that's the only option I've got is to live alongside it. But honestly, the things that I do like I say, the podcast, the website, the social medias. And me personally, I try and make a bit of a joke of it. I know not everyone will, and I fully respect that. For me, I try and make a bit of a joke of it to take away its power. Because if I take the mickey out of it, for me personally, if I take the mickey out of it, to an extent, it loses that grip it's got on me. Again, that's just how I handle it. That's what I'm doing with it. Um, because quite honestly, 
I know no other way. And I'm I'm looking for other routes. I'm looking for other things that I can I can do to try and try and fight it. And I'm just hoping, just just hearing my story, hearing what I'm going through, how I'm dealing with it, uh, what I've what I've done. I'm just hoping other people out there can also find find a way. Well, I think I've kept you all long enough. Um, as I say, this is actually quite a hard episode for me to to record um, because it's not the sort of thing I'd normally talk about in such such depth. Um, but twenty minutes, I think, is is probably long enough to keep keep you all. Um, I do appreciate you all listening. I really do. Uh, and I know this isn't necessarily going to be an easy listen for some. Um, I'm sorry for that. But honestly, I think this is an episode that needed to get out there a little bit. Well, thank you all for listening. And I will speak to you all again soon. Thank you. Bye-bye.